Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I am so excited today to welcome the amazing Daniel Bauer, who is a best-selling author and host of the Better Leader, Better Schools podcast, which ranks in the top 5%, not 5%, 0.5% of all shows worldwide. Like, I feel like a bit intimidated with having you here. <laughs> welcome, Daniel. So amazing to have you here. Thanks, Fabi, for having me here. The, the pleasure's all mine. So thank you so much for the invitation. <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Let's start with that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Think of myself as an artist. I used to say, you know, I'm an artist and the classroom's my canvas because I my, my start humble beginnings was as a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I support school leaders full time and I've, I've built up this organization, this brand called Better Leaders, Better Schools, right? Uh, and actually today on LinkedIn, I got a really sweet message in public, which was cool. It's funny too, like, it's like, why are you commenting on a post that's a month old, but the person did, right? So maybe it just algorithms and popped in their feed or whatever. Uh, But the point is, I was celebrating some, you know, uh, milestones in terms of having a ton of downloads. And I shared like five tips of like what I've learned through the journey. But long story short, you know, this guy uh, just said, hey, that's cool. And you've helped me out a lot as a leader. But what I've been most impressed by is like you doing what you say you'll do, right? Just Mm -hmm. showing your work in public, taking action, which has led to incredible results. And this guy found that really inspiring. So uh, I don't even know why I told you that story, but there we are. Well, I'm glad that you did because I feel like it's a good reminder of the power of consistency, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Consistency is everything, right? So just continue to show up no matter how you feel. And, you know, I don't know if your listeners uh, will resonate with this or not, but it's definitely poor advice or a myth to think that, like, you should only do work that's inspiring and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be energized. I mean, you should be passionate about it. But if you're if you're really committed to a vision that's bigger than yourself, there's hard days, right? There's no perfect marriage. There's no perfect work. Like, stop believing that. It's just not going to happen, right? Grass is not greener. The mm-hmm. constant is you and your mindset. So don't don't put too much uh, stock in. I'm going to feel great, and then I'm going to take action consistently. It's the other way around. Like by consistently showing up, then you become a professional you know, as Stephen Pressfield would say, that helps you beat the imposter syndrome, you know, or what he calls the resistance. And then guess what? The good vibes and energy and feeling follow because you show up and do the work. So I love that. And it's so true. I think that, you know, people have this notion of what success looks like, and they think it's always easy. And I think that challenges just get harder as you build more success and the highs are higher, but the lows are low too. Right. And it's, and you have to learn to be consistent no matter what. And, and finding what consistency means to you is one of the things I tell my clients, like, you Mm -hmm. know, if you're like, I love writing, I love it. It's my thing. 
well, then don't create a plan for doing video because you're not going to be consistent doing video if you're like, I hate yep. video, but I love writing, right? So it's finding your thing and then just putting your head down and kind of back to what you're saying. It's not about, you know, oh, I'm writing this post because I want to get three clients from it. It's I'm writing this content because it's my vision, because it's my passion, because I love it. Let mm. that be the metric instead of how many people reach back out to you or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. And, you know, one of my values, uh, I, I talk about, are we measuring what matters, right? So, and who makes up the rules? Both of those are kind of tied together. But the point is, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that you probably could be and should be tracking. But guess what? You get to invent the game, especially if you're running your own business, right? Uh, obviously, you don't want to be losing money and, all, and then have to shut your doors. But ultimately, like like you said, Am I writing a post that is going to serve and inspire and this kind of thing? And then can you quantify it and track it, right? Give yourself a score uh, because guess what? The three clients or whatever it is for you, that all follows, but people, you know, they respond to that authentic way of showing up. Plus there's enough uh, just garbage marketers and business folks like throw in their <laughs> programs at you on every social media channel. Um and I love when I get pitched that stuff because sometimes I have some choice words with those folks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, dude, try try a little bit harder, right? And, yeah, uh, exactly. Don't copy paste. This is like so stupid. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that energy doesn't lie, period. Yeah. And you can, you know, it's funny. I talked about this recently with somebody else. Like you can go and you, like copy and paste somebody else's whole content and webinar and emails or whatever, and it's not going to do the same. It's not going to work because right. it's not authentic, period. So anyways, yep. so let's get back to you. Let's get back to you. So what I wanted to know is how did you even get into doing what you're doing? And like, how did the idea for the podcast come out? I want to I want to uh, know the backstory okay. for this. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, I mean, you know, business and all this kind of stuff is really always solving your own problem first. Or at least that that's something that I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, okay, I was a classroom teacher, and then I moved up into administration, I've served as an assistant principal, principal, central office. And, you know, within that journey, like, Bobby, I just realized, uh, there was much more I had to offer. And I heard I heard this line that everybody wins when a leader gets better. And that really changed things for me. And I, I had a hard look at myself in the mirror and at my calendar. And I was at that conference hearing that, you know, that phrase, plus all the speakers, and I thought about, wow, what, what am I really doing to get better? Especially if that lifts up my community. It's like JFK's The Rising Tide Lifts All Boats. And to be honest, there wasn't anything else on the calendar. And my district, uh, my lived experience in school districts, they weren't really doing anything to build my leadership capacity. Mm -hmm. How to cast vision that was real. How to have hard conversations. Uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. How to address um, systemic uh prejudices and racism that do exist. That kind of stuff was important to me. And all we talked about was student test scores, attendance, discipline. It matters, but not most important to me. So mm -hmm. I figured I could either throw myself the world's biggest pity party and mm -hmm. win an award for the leader that had it the hardest, or I could take you know, control of my own development. And at the time I was listening to some podcasts myself, it was just a light bulb, like, oh, I'm, I'm listening to these really cool podcasts where people are interviewing other interesting folks, and I'm learning who's doing that in education. So I use iTunes as a search engine, 
looked up like what was out there. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even that much stuff out. And I'm like, man, if I brought my voice, I bet something would happen, right? We'd really make a ruckus. And uh, I couldn't have predicted the success, right? Uh, but that podcast changed my life. So at the end of the day, it was really just trying to solve my own way of growing myself and talking to others, learning from their stories. Most importantly, taking action on one idea that they taught me. And it changed everything. It changed everything for That's me. That's amazing. That's so powerful how you had the problem yourself and 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 took took it upon yourself to find the solution within yourself as well. And I think that, you know, oftentimes people overthink so much what to oh, yeah. create and how to serve and they follow the leader. This is what this coach tells them, or this is what this marketing person tells them. And they don't really think about, well, what do I want? How do, how do I resonate with people? Um, even with, I mean, obviously with marketing, right? You are like, okay, this person says do a live webinar once a week. And you're like, okay, but you hate it. And that's not how you consume mm-hmm. content. And that's not how you buy. It doesn't make sense. So I feel like, um, right. It's so powerful that you did that. So how did you promote it at first? I, I want to kind of hear a little bit about the backstory of you making a decision to start your podcast. I'm kind of curious of what happened. <laughs> you know, you got your network. And so you, you you tell your friends and network colleagues like, hey, this is out. You might want to check it out. Uh, and I probably was like really terrible. And I had no idea how to market back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully I've learned something since then. But I admit, like, yeah, I was a big loser seven years ago around marketing because I just spammed the hell out of my content. You know, <laughs> like there, there, there were there were services that you could buy. You know, uh, I think I was using Meet Edgar at the time. Twitter didn't even have the rules like they, they've evolved. Right. But basically, you could write the one tweet and it would be recycled infinitely right into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, just I was everywhere, probably. Uh and so that's, do not follow that. That's a mistake and it'll turn a lot of people <laughs> off, right? Um, I think the thing that worked, your listeners will hate this, but uh, really focusing on making a quality show, you know? you Steve, Steve Martin, I don't know if you know him, he's a comedian, uh, mm-hmm. but ba- basically, you know, a lot of up and coming comedians ask him, well, how do you, how do you make it to your level? Because he's like, you know, world renowned. And he said, be so good that they can't ignore you. You know, that's really, that's the instruction. That's the path. Like, so work on yourself and constantly get better and be okay. um, Learning from others and trying things out. One thing I've learned from you in this conversation is you've already told folks a number of times, like do what works for you. Right. Uh, And and to me, it's about awareness, Mm -hmm. you know, like knowing yourself and within. Um, And so what, what that means in terms of growing the show is at first, it was very much like a template. I asked the same stupid questions every single podcast. Man, I got bored pretty quick. Uh, and so then I had to figure out, well, how do I just create a very organic show that is not scripted except the last two questions? Mm-hmm. And so hired a podcast coach, you know, really explored and, and tried to learn from the masters who are great at asking questions in podcasts. And then started to make that shift. Uh, and then that that became much more powerful for me. So that took the show to the next level. And then I want to share an insight with you and the listeners. I haven't taken action on it yet. But when we were in Miami and, and met, I actually wrote this down because 
I've been doing this seven years, right? Every Wednesday, never missed a Wednesday. If you and I recorded for my show right now, we're recording December 2022, that show wouldn't go live until April of 2023. So there's a little hint there for content creators, like have a runway so you're not always, you know, um, stressed out trying to create content stuff. But I feel like, oh man, there's just, man, I get pitched so often now, probably because the show's like bigger and a lot of authors and PR companies and like, you know, are they the right fit and this kind of stuff? And I'm like, how do I, I'm not going to shut the show down. It's too powerful, but how can I collapse it to 10 minutes, five minutes? You know, I do 30, 40 minutes, whatever. And the insight for me was actually, it's not about shrinking the amount of time. It's actually, how do you enjoy it more? And the insight was, oh, talk to people you love. (laughs) So leaders I support already, I'm just going to talk to them. I know them. We're friends at this point. Like we know each other. We love each other. And then I will, I will reserve maybe, I haven't decided, but 52 weeks in the year, certainly 13, maybe up to 26. So half the year, people mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm just going to talk to my, my network filled with badasses. Can you swear? I hope, I hope so. So I did, um, yeah. but like I, I work with amazing leaders, so I don't need to be pitched. There's enough gold and quality within the community that we could produce an incredible show that way. So how do you grow the show? Just like make it an awesome baller show, you know? I love um, that. Yeah, put it out, you know? I think and there's there's other stuff we could talk Being responsive, right? Knowing what people want. Uh, folks will write in, email this. And like, here's some, here's a struggle. I had a, I had a leader today, AP, assistant principal. She wants to become a principal. She has a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Um, and she's like, I don't know. I don't know about taking the position because I want a life and a family and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Like, A, I could turn that into a shorter form podcast where I'm the the like mm-hmm. speaker uh, or expert. I could have a conversation with somebody I know that has kids and we could talk about that. I could invite her to the show and we could just explore it as like a coaching call. So there's a million different ways that I could take it. Um, the way I'm actually going to take it is I'm going to write an email today just asking, can you help me? And I'm going to screenshot, you know, block her name out. But basically, here's the thing. And what advice would you have? And we're in a crowdsource, probably like 100 to 200 great things for her to think about, right? So right. being responsive, um, I don't know. There was a lot there that we talked about. No, but that there were so many good things that you said. I'm going to kind of unpack some of them. First, I love that you said, be so good, you can't be ignored. Maybe that's not exactly what you said, but that was a point, right? That's it's point. so it's, I can't even like, it gave me chills because I had that conversation this morning with my yeah. husband, because I told you that I'm doing a live webinar today as of the day yeah. morning. And that's what he kept on saying to me, like, just be well, in other words, but like, just shine as bright as you can. Yeah. And I think that again, you know, oftentimes people overthink, what do I need to do? How do I grow? What do I do? Just be really good at what you do and serve yeah, yeah. so much that people are like, I just need more of you, period. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to my team earlier today and kind of walking them through the webinar that I'm doing today. I've been doing webinars in my business since 2016. So mm-hmm. basically since I launched my business every year, sometimes every month, for certain periods of time, then I stopped and then whatever. Every time I do one, I'm like, this is the best one I've ever done. And then three months go by, no, but this is the best one. Like the content, 
And, you know, I think that for me, it's so important that you keep on improving and not getting Mm -hmm. complacent and like, whatever, this is working, this is converting, why should I... No, it has to be better. And, you know, this year I re-recorded my whole program. Both I have a one-on-one program, my group coaching program. I re-recorded both of them because I'm like, but I've evolved by now and I'm better at what I do. And I just have to always keep on improving. So I love that you said that. And I also love that you talked about getting, being responsive. I think that that's so important too. just kind of paying attention to what the market is telling you, um, building those conversations. And I think that part of what also came up for me from what you said is, you know, what do you need to get really good at to make sure that your, what you're doing, whether it's a podcast or not, is really good too, right? If you're like, okay, I need to get better at answering questions, asking questions or having conversations. Well, then go hire the person, join Toastmaster or whatever it's called, like do yes, whatever, whatever, the, whatever you need to do to get better at conversations so that everything mm-hmm. flows easier. So I don't know. I, I feel like there was a lot of good stuff that you said, but um, I love it. I love it. I'm, I, yeah. Awesome. So, okay. You know, and maybe this is going to be obvious, but I'm still going to ask it. Why okay. do you feel it's important for people to be better leaders? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I talked about like, I've taken that phrase that I heard in the conference and made it my own. So uh, these days, I, I, I keep the person I serve first and foremost, mm-hmm. and then the the result is the community. But I say when, when you get better, everybody wins, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important to me. Uh, leadership and leadership in education, uh, to me, that's like a foundation of a, a yeah. society, right? So um, <laughs> you can see insane stuff play out in culture due to a lack of critical thinking and education. (laughs) And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) But it's like, shockingly obvious, right? Um, So schools need to be better so we could have a better world, right? And the leaders are the ones who set the tone for each school. Exactly. Yeah, I love that too. Um, So one question that I have for you is that I know that you have a mastermind as well. How did the process of releasing that come about? Because you started with a podcast. At what point did you say, okay, now I feel like it's time for me to monetize through, or actually maybe, I I don't know if you also have ads on your podcast, like what are the different ways that you monetize, but also how did the process of building the mastermind come about? Yeah. So mastermind, simple story there, you know, had the podcast is doing all right. And I, and I, uh, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts back then too keep hearing this guy show up on all these podcasts. His name's Aaron Walker. And I eventually joined his mastermind at the time. Uh, and I've been there for like years, seven years or so. Uh, now I'm a member of a few masterminds. Uh, but basically wanting to grow the show, seeing what I might even be able to do. I joined this thing and I'm like, I don't even know what it is, but I started transforming and personally and professionally got so much value. Another light bulb moment. It's like, oh, who's doing this in education? I started looking and it's like, nobody, I mean, zero. And then I start telling people, what about, what what do you think about this? And everybody's like, oh, it's a terrible idea. You know, it's totally going to fail. That'll never work. And that's really motivating to me. And so (laughs) basically I'm like, okay, school leaders are isolated. Isolation's bad working on your own, you know, lack of support, lack of diverse thinking, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just to start inviting and it took off, right? 
um, lead, you know, business lesson here. I'm sure your listeners already know, but <laughs> uh, back in the day, it was a whopping $57, you know, to join a monthly mastermind experience. And that has evolved a lot. Um, so you never value yourself like when you're just starting right. off. So right. that was a rookie mistake. Um, so that's how the, the mastermind came about. You were asking about monetization. So uh, yeah, there's sponsors. And at this point, you know, the, the podcast has been successful. There's a small school in New England. You might've heard of it. I don't know. Have you heard of Harvard? Yeah, I kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sponsored the podcast. Wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah, and more amazing, they pitched me. I didn't pitch them. Wow. So that's an incredible partnership. That is certainly like one of my hall of fame moments, you know, and like professional milestones. Um, But this, all the dots are connected, right? Consistency, responsiveness, you know, we're serving, obviously, if you're just like, if you're just solving people's problems, they're going to want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And then as I've, as I've identified the brand and the persona and like what we're all about, I talk about being a ruckus maker. Let me define it really quick, but it's Mm -hmm. investing in your continuous growth challenging the status quo, designing the future of school. Now mm. I've been saying that for years, right? People respond with it. My listeners, right? Ruckus makers use that language out in social media. They buy the t-shirts, wear the hats. Amazing. And here's the thing. Harvard said, that's our ideal graduate student for our, for our program. Wow. So it's like, Whoa, okay, well, cool. What does this look like? And and we made it work, right? And I have other fabulous partners too. TeachFX is a, a startup, Northern California. They do some cool work in schools. And then uh, my longest partner has been a, a group called um, Organized Binder too. And so they all just, again, vibed with the message that we were putting out and amplifying. And so we want to be a part of it. We believe in you. And it's a mutually beneficial thing. Now, uh, who knows what I, here's a, here's a lesson too. I, I got a sponsor, uh, I invited a sponsor and landed it before I had any downloads. And the answer is always no, unless you ask, right? Right. Uh, but the way I framed it for this sponsor is um, I've used your product as an administrator so I can speak to its effectiveness because I've lived it. What do you think about, you know, sponsoring the show? We don't get a lot of downloads yet. Probably back then, Fabio is like, you know, a few hundred bucks. Who knows what? Like, it was ridiculous. Now it's tens of thousands of dollars to sponsor the podcast, but, uh, you know, the, the downloads and the data is behind it. Um, but always ask, right? And start before you're ready. That's a key lesson too. So sponsorships, but that's a small thing. Mastermind, hopefully you've told your listeners about like recurring revenue. That's a great way for uh, building your business around a subscription model. Um, and then with Ron, who we both know, uh, we built a 10-week program called the Principal Success Path. So that's another coaching program, but it's it's different than the mastermind. And that's that's really about it. Got a book, it's bestseller. Uh, yeah, so I, I really try to stay focused on just a handful of things. We do some live events too. So it's really mastermind, principal success path, live events, and then sponsorships are just kind of cool. Amazing. You know, I feel like you are the total embodiment of what I teach. Um, hey, hey. So I love that, you know, really focusing on having clarity in your message on understanding your audience. One of the things that you said, and we kind of touched upon this earlier, is you built it without, and maybe I'm wrong, but for the most part, like instead of saying like, 
let's follow <laughs> let's follow what the herd is saying right let me oh, yeah. you know oh nobody else is doing this it's gonna fail like maybe i shouldn't try no you're like you know what i see a need for this but if, i'm sure that if you maybe, maybe would have like sent a survey and maybe you did and asked people maybe you would have gotten yeses maybe you've gotten no's but instead, and again, maybe I'm wrong, maybe we did survey, but it's like you went out, no. and you're like, I'm doing this. And yeah. I I believe in that too. I believe in like, I'm passionate about this. I'm clear about the message. I'm clear about the need. I'm good at what I do. I'm going to yeah. show up. And even if at first I have one person seeing it, I don't care. There's a story um, that I watched on a TikTok a couple of weeks ago of this guy who was had his YouTube channel and had like, 10 views per video. And he yeah. had every single week, he kept on up, up, uploading the videos yeah. and he had 10 views. And he was like, of the 10 views, like one of my mom, three of friends. One day <laughs> he gets a call from Oprah of all people. Yeah. Hello. I've been watching. Have you heard that story or not? No. He's like, I, I've been I watching your YouTube TikTok, video. So for sure. You haven't heard this story. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I, I've been watching your videos on YouTube and I want you to come in and be the host of this show that I'm creating. He was like, what? What? Out of all people. So it turns out that he had had a friend or somebody that he had met a few years earlier who was working at Oprah magazine and Oprah was looking for somebody for her show. She was like, you know what? I, I met this person a few years ago. Let's look him up on YouTube. And yeah. she hired him and like had him post her show or whatever. So you never know who's uh, watching, right? It's like show up. You never know. Be consistent. Be really good. And let the like let the market dictate itself and just watch that success happen. So well, you know, and, and don't get caught up with like seductive, you know, we're talking about are we measuring what matters? So views, even downloads to the podcast, likes, it takes no engagement with my content to smash a like button. Yeah. You're just an ape, you know, stuck on social media and you see something stupid. So you like, or it's a cute person or it's a freaking animal, whatever. But if somebody leaves a comment, they share, you know, there's different forms of engagement. So right. 10 watches like, okay, but guess what? 10 of the right mom, cousins, you know, and your, your friends, but the person who works at Oprah and that's all you needed. So I didn't know Harvard was listening for years, right? Course. Uh, yeah. And, and a lot of people that end up working with me too, right? They just, the the mom that I talked about the email, mm -hmm. she said, I, I've been basically stalking you for years. Your stuff's awesome. I always get so inspired. And I thought I'd ask you because I know you can help, right? So I don't know this, this is the first time I've ever interacted, right? But she's been following for probably seven years. So Amazing. Well, I love it. I feel like we could talk for days, but anyway, yeah, let's uh, do it. Let's do a yeah. days long podcast. <laughs> I know you got the webinar, but yeah, isn't this who better? cares, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, it's been amazing having you here. Where can people find you um, and find the podcast and you everywhere? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the podcast is Better Leaders, Better Schools. And maybe you, you might want to listen just to like, potentially use it as a template if you're creating your own show. Uh, the other thing, I mean, I frame it so it's for schools, Fabi, but really, honestly, if you listen, it's just leadership in general right. in life and people would benefit even if you're not in education. And uh, everywhere on social media, pretty much, I'm like Alien Earbud, which is an anagram for my name, Daniel Bauer. Take up all the letters, mix them around. And to me, that's a funny image. Terrible for branding, but uh, <laughs> funny to me. And I'll tell you this. I mean, if you haven't, if you can't tell, right, people say do this and I usually do the opposite. So that's just uh, how I'm built. 
here's what would be most meaningful for me uh, in terms of your listeners taking action. So uh, if you have children, if you live in an area that has a school, I'm sure you do. Uh, I think it would be a great gift to send to, you know, local principal or assistant principal, pick up my latest book. It is a bestseller. It's called Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. So obviously, if you have kids, there's like a great incentive. Your school is going to get better. And if you don't have kids, your community is going to get better. And that would really help out. You know, it would help help me and it certainly help the leader. So please consider that. I love that. That's I'm absolutely doing that. I love it. Thank you so much, Danny, for being here. <laughs> it's been so much fun. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks, Fabi. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Breakthrough Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.